Talk Radio 570 KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Get ready to raise a toast with Seattle's most spirited hour of talk, Happy Hour Radio. Explore the best in Washington wines, beer, spirits, food, and more with your guide, Seattle sommelier, Christopher Chan. It's Happy Hour Radio, right now on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Well, hello, Seattle. Hello, Puget Sound, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. I'm your host, Christopher Chan, advanced sommelier, your weekend wine guy, and your commodore of cocktails. So excited that you uh, chose this Saturday night to join me every Saturday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. right here on 570 KVI. Always got a lot of great guests uh, in the world of wine, beer, spirits, cocktails, food, events, and education from around the world. And I got uh, some local cats here who uh, actually are almost uh, uh, mountaineers. They're up there in that Snoqualmie area. I've got Josh Weltmer, who is the beverage manager at Snoqualmie Casino, and Adi Youssef, who is a sommelier and the service captain. I had the pleasure of dining up there um, at the uh, the Vista Restaurant in uh, in December, and what a pleasure! You know, you th- we think of world class destinations. Um, obviously, casinos tend to have uh, that luxury feel when you're in Vegas, uh, but even here, whether you you are up in Snoqualmie or out and about at some of the other places, um, it's about good food and people that really care. When it comes down to it, it's about a chef that loves what he does. It's about a beverage manager that knows his stuff. And uh, and it's always about the gracious hospitality led by uh, a gentleman like Adi Youssef. And uh, hey, guys, welcome to Happy Hour. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> it was great to be here. Yeah, this is fun. Thanks for spending Saturday night with me. Um, you guys are professionals. Let's let's sort of learn about you, uh, Josh. Tell me about your past, your history. How did you get in the, in the beverage world? Well, I started in uh, Las Vegas. I went to school at UNLV, and um, actually came this way through the cigar business. I uh, started selling cigars, worked uh, in some of the nicer cigar lounges down in Las Vegas, and then transitioned in the nightclub world down there. And when the Snoqualmie Casino was being built back in 2008, they were looking for someone to run their cigar lounge that they were planning, and I kind of had a unique skill set for that. I wanted to move up here, so made it happen, and I'm still doing it. You miss the sun? You know the sun is nice unless it's 110, <laughs> hot air blown in your face. Then, then it's not so not so nice. Uh, so, what does it take to be a cigar aficionado or a cigar expert? What do we call them? A uh, we call them tobacconists sometimes. Tobacconist. Uh, aficionado. That's uh-huh. a good word. Um, it takes you have to like it, right? If you don't like smoke and cigars, <laughs> then it's really gonna, gonna be not a pleasure t- to do that job. So, you know, I just got into it. My dad used to smoke cigars when I was younger, and I, I fell into the job um, and just really got to love it and you learn and you learn more and there's so much to learn a lot like wine or spirits you know they they really take a lot of care into making these cigars and there's a lot of decisions and a lot of uh, biology and science that goes into it ah so when did you take your first puff when did you sneak that cigar out of your dad's cigar box I would say (laughs) it's hard to remember I remember the cigars he used to smoke and they weren't uh Premium cigars. Swisher Sweets? We say. He liked the, uh, they were called Antonio y Cleopatra. Oh, yeah. They came in a blue plastic tube. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, now that I'm older and I, I'm obviously in the business and I get access to all these great cigars, it's not, not one that I would choose. Oh, okay. Well, you were young and now you, you know, and that's how it starts, so you had a passion for it. Um, Adi, tell me about your past. How did you become uh, uh, an expert in the hospitality field? Well, I started in... Uh 
1984, my first job in fine dining was the International Sommelier Guild. Um, uh, I'm sorry, actually, I take it back. Uh, my first job was um, at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Oh, wow. And uh, in the fine dining part of it. Uh, I worked there for a couple of years, and then I moved to Arizona uh, in 19, end of 1986. And... Uh, I worked at a couple of resorts. I ended up at the Scottsdale Resort and Conference Center where uh, I worked in the fine dining at the restaurant called the Palm Court. At the time, it was one of the top 10 restaurants in the world. And uh, I was uh, a server assistant, and I kept working my way up until I become uh, the assistant maitre d' and the wine steward. Awesome. Uh, and uh Tasted some wines. I fell in love with a lot of wine, especially Port Fonseca. Ben oh. 27 was my favorite. Wow. And um, then I uh, joined the International Sommelier Guild. ISG. And uh, lastly, um, I'm a certified California Wine Appellation Specialist in the San Francisco Wine School. Oh, really? With David yes. Glancy. You did that Correct. recently then, huh? Uh, about uh, three years ago. Wow, that's great. Yes. Yeah, he's coming up to Seattle in July for the uh, International Psalm Summit. Uh, he's, uh, he's great. Yeah, very uh, nice guy. That. And he's very knowledgeable. And it's good to have a, a master sommelier who actually shares his passion without sort of, you know, uh, he encourages your growth. He's very enthusiastic and also very uh, gentle in how yes. he presents it. Uh, I, I found him very, uh, you know, very easy. Um, he wasn't uh, making the subject very difficult. It was very simple and uh, entertaining at the same time. So it was, for me, it was very easy to follow on catch up on all the information I needed. That's great. And it's it's important to have that first mentorship, that experience, so you can then share it the same way. If we were, you know, if you had a drill sergeant, for, for say, telling you how to do wine, you might be yelling at people, this is how you do it, this is how you drink it, <laughs> things yeah, like that. Exactly. I, I like, uh, you know, to do, uh, get simplicity and just go straight to the point and make it fun at the same time. Try to follow everything about wine. I try to look for a story, you know, even uh, in educating my staff or talking to the guest or selling a bottle of wine try to find find something fun about it or an interesting story to you know kind of talk about the wine talking points and, and how you can uh reveal the story and relate to the customer the guest is, is really important uh that's the foundation of hospitality how to connect with somebody and make them feel uh special and taken care of which is a great feeling for everybody uh josh do you still have a cigar lounge up at snoqualmie casino we sure do, yeah. It's uh, we just actually got a makeover. We have brand new furniture and carpet. Just got installed the last couple <laughs> no weeks. No more burn holes. You know, it happens, <laughs> and the you know the, the ash settles and stuff. So it's good to get some new stuff in there. Um, it's it's a beautiful room. It's not a big place, but uh, we have about thirty seats. Walk in humidor, three hundred cigars. Say, and wow. then we have a pretty nice back bar. I'd say we'd have about a uh, hundred whiskeys. If you go from Scotland to Kentucky to Ireland, et cetera. Um, so we keep a pretty to Dominican Republic bar. to Cuba now, right? You got some Cuban cigars. The Cuban cigars are still not here. No, oh. that is uh, that's just tricky legal situation. Um, but you can the, the laws that were changed was if you were to head up to Canada or on a business trip out of the country, you could bring them back with you. Right. No one's going to take them away. But we can't import them and sell them yet. But we have nice stuff out of Nicaragua, Dominican, Honduras. They make great cigars too. Interesting. So this cigar lounge, I know that it's it's kind of interesting for some people to think it's not like this smoky little den. And you've got a great uh, HVAC system, right? You you can yeah. uh, remove the smoke so it's more pleasant, and you can enjoy a cocktail and or a, a dram of whiskey. 
Yeah, we do. I mean, we have some a really nice cocktail program. The the exhaust system that we have works really well. I mean, if there's 30 cigars burning, it's smoke's going to be in the air. I, <laughs> I won't lie to you, but you know, with a with just a few people in there and nice, you hardly notice the cigar smoke. It definitely doesn't burn your eyes. Um, it's it's really like a throwback to a to another time. You sure. know, in in the state of Washington, you know, we have a lot of laws and you can't even smoke a cigar in a cigar shop in this state. So really the only place that you can enjoy this, and this is a you know a, a pastime that's gone on for 300 years. People have been smoking cigars for, for celebrations for forever. And uh, so it's like the only places you could do this now are tribal casinos. Yes. Well, that, good for us. And uh, thanks to our government for taking such good care of us, right? That's mm-hmm. <laughs> what we need. Uh, Yusuf, are you a cigar guy? Uh, no. 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 All right, and I, I tell you, I am. My dad is. It was a big cigar guy. He still is, uh, as long as uh, mom lets him get away with it. Uh, certainly, when she's on business travel, uh, there's a bit of cigar smoke in the air. And you know, I, I've tried. I've enjoyed many a cigar, but um, I, I have to say, admit that I'm probably a 10 minute cigar lover. And then I was like, okay, because um, you know. Do you inhale or not inhale? I could, you Don't know. inhale it. And also that we, we like to tell guests that, you know, they, they say, well, what size should I get? And let's get the one that looks comfortable. You don't have to smoke the whole thing. Like, you know, someone spent a lot of time making this so that you enjoy yourself. And you don't have to just like, I mean, if you're a wine taster, you don't have to drink all the wine. As long as you got the enjoyment out of it, it did its job. Right? And so it's just cigars. You can actually, uh, or do you have like a hookah in there as well? We don't. No, we do just cigars. Um, the... Hookah concept is really popular. Um, a property that I worked at back in uh, Las Vegas called the uh, Rum Bar, oh, which yes. is at Mirage. Mirage. They were pretty much a cigar concept, but they transitioned to hookah, and now it's it's ninety nine percent hookah there. Like, yeah, that's just so popular because it's easier to to smoke. It's not so intimidating. They have fruity flavors. You know, right. people love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, we'll be getting some of those chocolate cigars, right? That's what I remember. Bubblegum cigars back in the day. Yeah. When uh, <laughs> you were grooming little kids in the tobacco world. How fun is that? Well, we're talking about Snoqualmie Casino, and I've got uh, Josh Weltmer, who is the beverage manager, and Adi Youssef, the service captain and sommelier up there. Let's talk about the restaurant. It's Terra Vista. It's Vista. Vista, Vista. yes. It was Terra Vista. now rebranded Vista, and you've enhanced your menu. You've you've added some things. Let's talk about the restaurant. Adi, tell me about the menu. Uh, well, we just recently uh, added, uh, you know, new steaks that, to our menu that we're very excited about. We have uh, the our all our steaks uh, comes from Snake River Farms. They're 28 days uh, aged. Uh, we have three tiers. We have the silver, black, and gold. And that indicates the marbling in the steak. Uh, gold, of course, is the you know top. Um, the silver is above prime, so uh, everything we have is above prime. Wow! And uh, we also have a great uh, you know seafood menu. We have uh, a lobster tail, uh, halibut, uh, you know scallops, great scallop dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a great menu that night, and it was really well presented and a lot of fun to have um, such a diverse crowd. We were all in the media, and to some extent, and we were, were dining there, and it, it was it was lovely. You, you even um, although it was in December, we couldn't really appreciate the view, but you have large windows, right? And you have a nice uh, correct. Uh, there are view all around, uh, very beautiful scenery, uh, especially now with the you know with the summer coming, and we're going to have an outside seating. So it's going to be very, uh, you know, very good to 
have a table outside and enjoy the beautiful, uh, you know, view and uh, sundown. And what are, is it seven days a week, I'm sure, as a casino, you are always open. And what are the hours for the restaurant? Well, actually, the restaurant is 5 to 10. Uh, we are The restaurant is closed on Monday and Tuesday. I see, but okay. the bar is open, and we have the happy hour. And we also have, uh, you know, bar food uh, on uh, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but uh, the restaurant is Wednesday to Sunday, 5 to 10. All right. Well, those and, are pretty good hours, then, if you're, yes, <laughs> you're working. Yes. No, it's not spending the 2 a.m.s anymore. Like you're sure I, you Josh did in Vegas, right? I, I'm in the bar side. I still do 2 a.m. Yeah, I see. And um, how many, you have a great wine list, I know. We looked at the wines. You serve some fantastic wines. And, God, did you bring, I wonder, remember, did you bring a French wine out that day? I, I had the French wine. I believe we had the Chablis. Yes. And uh, I also have uh, the, you know, really great uh, French, uh, you know, Champagne, mm-hmm. the Pomerol. Right. Uh, we also had uh, the Meritage Chateau Saint Michel. Uh, ah, that's right, series. the artist series. Yeah, yes. This mm-hmm. was a great dinner and a great experience, and it, it's nice to see it because I think sometimes you think about uh, casinos, and a lot of times you, well, what's the buffet like, right? Everyone always talks about the buffet at a casino, but you know, fine dining is where you can escape for a romantic dinner or even a little business meeting, right up there, and you've got plenty of space, plenty of parking, valley parking school, right? Yes. Yeah, free valley parking. Yes. Yeah. How many wines on the list? Uh, right now, it's about uh, close to 50, but I'm uh, kind of working on the wine list, uh, changing quite a bit of it, so we're aiming for close to 100. All right. We have I'm been done. working very hard. Meetings every week. We just I was just uh, hammering with Leonetti. We had to get an allocation from them. We All really right. wanted to have some of those Leonetti wines. It's good, that tasting little, because like last week, they had a tasting, I think, with Double Back, or uh, sorry, uh, yeah, double back, and you weren't there, obviously. I did not make it, <laughs> and now I'm jealous. Now, yes, I didn't make it. <laughs> I got to get your contacts for sure. We'll so hook you up. Hey, folks, uh, speaking with Josh Welmers, the beverage manager at Snoqualmie Casino, and Adi Youssef, who's the sommelier and service captain at Vista Restaurant. They got a, a great menu of uh, um, Snake River steaks and great seafood, and uh, a list that's expanding. We come back from this break. We're actually going to dive into some of the cool cocktails and spirits, uh, courtesy of Josh Welmers. So stick around. Folks, be right back on Happy Hour Radio. Start your day the right way. John Carlson, live and local, 6 to 10 a.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. You're in the know with KVI Want to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, Seattle. Hey, hope you're having a great Saturday night. and Welcome back to uh, round two. Hope you got something tasty in your glass. I'm looking at two glasses in front of me. How lucky am I? I've got uh, a red wine, and uh, Adi Youssef, who is the sommelier at Vista Restaurant, so call me casino, is going to tell me about this lovely red wine that you brought to share. Uh, well, I brought one of uh, my favorite uh, and... Uh you know, uh, it's one of the great uh, Washington Merlot. It's a pedestal Merlot 2012 vintage uh, made by uh, Michel Roland from, uh, you know, one of the rock stars of France. Uh, and Gilles Nico. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, quite a bit of uh, rock stars, uh, at, you know, in long shadows. Uh, Michel Roland uh, really uh, shines with this uh, 2012 vintage. 
this particular one, uh, just uh, December, uh, was uh, Wine of the Year by Vino. Uh, uh, you know, uh, app, to, uh, app and um, oh, the Vino app. The Vino app, right? And, wow. Uh, also uh, rated uh, 95, uh, one of the top ratings. Uh, by uh, Wine Enthusiast magazine. Sweet. That would be Sean Sullivan, who's local, and mm -hmm. uh, he's the wine writer for the Pacific Northwest, for Washington State, I should say. And Paul Greggett is the organ writer. Uh, Long Shadows is uh, was founded by Alan Shoup um, about 12 years ago now, maybe 14 years ago. And mm -hmm. after he left Shadow San Michel, mm -hmm. he used his contacts to create, uh, to bring world-class winemakers here to Washington State to participate. And, of course, Michel Roulon, best known as perhaps the first uh, jet-set winemaker, the flying winemaker, right? And he uh, landed here in Washington, and what a treat, because Merlot was, much Merlot, Merlot was much maligned, and yet here we have a Merlot that speaks to the, to the beauty of uh, Washington State viticulture. Uh, this, uh, this particular wine, uh, yeah, it's been uh, doing very well in my restaurant. I'm recommending it every chance I get, and uh, never fails. Everybody that tasted it is very impressed uh, with it and with the quality, and it pairs very well with the quite few of the dishes we have in our menu. Um, I'm, I just took a sip of this lovely 2012 Columbia Valley Merlot. Um, it's it's juicy. It has nice, bright acidity, but also a moderate tannin that's soft and integrated, very plummy, um, little boysenberry flavors, some black cherry, of course. Hints of vanilla and toffee, um, really, really yummy. One of the, one of the the best Merlots in Washington State, and Merlot is uh, Merlot can be very, very soft, but it can also be has some great structure. And when mm. it, you need structure for the for the food side of it, yeah. what would you pair this with on your menu? Uh, this one will uh, go very well with uh, Chateaubriand. Oh, uh, not, I don't think it's uh, you know Chateaubriand is one of the you know top three uh, popular selling items in our menu uh, this it doesn't overpower it it's still you know you get to enjoy the texture and the taste of the steak and uh, it just complements the steak so and Chateaubriand is the the tenderloin wrapped in uh, uncrude and puff pastry is that right uh, no Chateaubriand is just uh, it's a uh, it's usually served for two and it's a large uh, like a Tenderloin, more or less, but it's, uh, it's a very tender, very moist, right, a large the chain, piece. right? And they cut it, mm. and we carve it table side. I like that. Uh, mm? What's yeah. it served with? Do you get a little Bernays sauce, uh, or get a choice of uh, two sauces because served for two, you get oh. choice of two sauces. Also, you get uh, two sides with that. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about the sauces. What are the sauces? Uh, well, we got uh, quite few uh, horseradish, uh, bordelaise. Uh, um, um, Bordelais sauce is that like a red sauce? Is that like red, red, red wine sauce? sauce? Red wine reduction, yes. right. red wine, white wine, uh, red wine, and uh, you know reduction. Mm -hmm. We don't use the pedestal for the red wine reduction. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you use some French wine, right? <laughs> Bordeaux, Bordeaux wine. Of course, you have Hollandaise or Bernays, right? You've got uh, some of that. Bernays, correct. Oh, that's a little Hollandaise with tarragon. Yeah. Yeah, love yeah. it. Well, I can see how this wine would be. It's very popular because first of all, you can really enjoy it by itself, and it has enough oomph or structure for the. The, the the gentleman who really wants to have that Cabernet experience where you got tannin and some some power, um, this is really grace with power. It's got it's got a lot of flavor, good concentration. Pedestal. This is probably let me guess, one hundred and twenty, one hundred thirty dollars on your list. Uh, this about yeah, you're about right. All right, yeah, that's you a nailed, deal. It, nailed it in the head. Yeah, this is what they call uh, like the fist uh, with the velvet in the velvet gloves. 
It's really beautiful. It still have some tannin in it, uh, a lot of tannin actually for a Merlot. It's a uh, 81% Merlot, uh, 9% uh, Cap Sauv, uh, 5% Cap Franc, and 5% Petit Verdot. Mm -hmm. So you you get a really nice uh, structure, nice backbone, still velvety, uh, really nice uh, long finish. Uh, I love the maturity on the wine and the balance of it. it That's great. never fails. Do you have some older wines on your list? Do you have something that goes back a, a few years or even more so than prior to 2012? Do you have a library, Josh? We, we opened the casino in 2008, and so the original vintages of red wine especially. We're probably 06. Um, we have, seven. I think we have a bottle of Margot. Uh, that's 05. Yes. Oh, um, right yes. um, I think there's a Chateau Cheval, right? That's uh, around that area. So we have correct. some like really high end Bordeaux stuff, um, and then yeah, I'd say oh seven, oh six would be the earliest wines that we have. Wow, still I like it. Um, let's talk about wines by the glass. You got a huge wine by the glass program, I, I imagine. Uh, we have uh, quite a few, but um, uh, you know, about uh, also increased our wine by the glass. Uh, so right now uh, we have uh, about two Cabernet. Right now, yeah, about, yeah, correct. About fifteen. We have two Cabernet. We have uh, Chateau Saint Michel uh, uh, Indian Wells Merlot by the glass. We have a uh, couple of. Uh, Pinot Gris, a uh, couple of Chardonnays, uh, uh, Syrah, uh, Zinvendale. Cool. Uh, That's Sauvignon great. Blanc. Love the variety. Yeah. Hey, Josh, um, you started in 2008 then? You were actually on I Friends? was there, yeah. We were in trailers. The casino was under construction <laughs> and just planning and, and, yeah, and then it was total chaos. We opened the doors and had never done it before. Were the Asians or the Chinese the first ones knocking on the door? You know, we did we did some. They're they're there all the time. They they're love there. the place. They love uh, they love the games. Yes. Uh, we have, I mean, some of the seafood selection that we offer is really popular with our Asian guests. Um, we do some great concerts. Vietnamese, oh yeah, Vietnamese artists that I wouldn't recognize, but. Have gone over really well. Sure, Chinese and we're talking. So you can find all this information, uh, the menu, Vista Restaurant, some some wines uh, uh, at your website, correct? Yeah, snowcasino.com. S O N O casino.com. S N O casino. Is that what I said? S N O. What I said? I probably S N O. Thank you for being here. Um, hey, interesting. The reason I asked that when you started from from uh, from day one, have you seen a change in the trends for people's drinking habits? I'd, oh, I'd yeah. imagine wine was not the number one choice back then, but these days I would think that wine is becoming more popular. Well, it's yeah, it's Vista especially. It was Terra Vista back then. It's experienced some shifts. We started, we wanted this world-class wine menu. I think we had 200 bottlings, a lot of very high-end stuff, and we didn't really see much demand or velocity for it. And then, you know, so little by little we trimmed that down. But then since Adi and Quan have come in in the past year, um, the restaurant's really taken off. Um, we do these great uh, table-side uh, shows with the Scampi and the Banana yes. Foster. Yes. And, yes. You know, just this old-school casino kind of Rat Pack era stuff. touches, yeah. right? And uh, that's really brought back a different crowd, that the same crowd that loves to buy a nice bottle of wine. Oh, wonderful. And I, uh, to me, that was one of the most um, enjoyable experiences, just to see a professional work. Because you watch it on TV and you go, yeah, okay. But if you do it in front of you, the way you can handle the, the, the tools and the flame and, of course, not make it a mess or dropping it. <laughs> um, I thought that the Cafe Diablo was really, you just have to go for that. If, if not anything else, just spend some time because it was, first of all, fantastically delicious, but also just a beautiful preparation technique and, and process. I really enjoyed it. 
Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Josh, um, tell me about this. You poured me some bourbon here. You have a, a special bourbon program going on at Snow Casino, right? Yeah, we've been running We've been running with this program since about 2010. I think uh, we've, we've gone to Kentucky, uh, the same distillery, Woodford Reserve, uh, and blended our own custom barrel of whiskey for the past five years each wow. year. And so uh, the one that I brought is the most recent one, which we are just about to sell out of. I pulled this out bottle out of the last case. <laughs> so this is, uh, we, we named them, this one's Snoqualmie Reserves XVI 16 for 2016. Got it. We started in 12, so this is the fifth one. Um, the reason we love mm. uh, Woodford Reserve uh, as, as the, the distillery that we like to do this program with is number one, they let you blend your own whiskey. They bring out multiple barrels, let you taste all the whiskey, and actually taste combinations of them. Most of the distilleries that do a barrel selection say, taste them, pick the one you want, we'll put it in a bottle for you. So it gives us a chance to actually put our hands in the process, and we love that. And also, Woodford Reserve is family-owned. Um, they At that distillery, they make one thing, and it's Woodford Reserve. It's really just a, a really well-done operation, and the, the reception to this has been overwhelming. Obviously, we sell a barrel a year of, of their whiskey and we put in old fashions that's the number one uh number one stunner over I at bet. the casino is the old fashioned with woodford uh fun um i'm gonna wait till we come back from this segment to talk about it and taste it but uh how many bottles in a barrel of whiskey it's about it depends on how old the one you pick is right because you have the oh, angel sure. share yeah. they start losing but these usually are about five to six year old whiskeys that we pull and we'll get about 180 liters all right Okay, that's very good. 30 cases of whiskey. Awesome. Well, folks, uh, I'm having a great time talking with Adi Youssef, the sommelier and service captain at uh, Vista Restaurant, so call me Casino. And Josh Weltmer is the beverage manager. He's going to pour me a little bit of his... Uh so Kwame Reserve XVI, which is the 16th uh, issue, or the 5th edition of their uh, special bourbon. So stick around, folks. Be right back on Happy Hour Radio. A Northwest original, Lars Larson, live weekdays noon to 3, Talk Radio 570, KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends continue. Now back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. It's time for round three. Hope you got something tasting your glass. You're on your way to someplace fabulous like uh, Snoqualmie Casino and their uh, rebranding of the Vista restaurants up there. I got two of the hospitality professionals here. Josh Weltmer is the beverage manager for the casino, and Adi Youssef is the sommelier and service captain. Um, Josh, we were just talking about your special private label bourbon program, and you said the Woodford Reserve is a cool place because they let you blend barrels, whereas I know that some people pick out a barrel and then it's yours. But mm-hmm. blending is really fun. And I'm going to taste this and, and tell me um, what went into this particular blend that makes it so appealing. Okay, so we've, we've done this five times now. And um, what I've noticed about the different whiskeys that they give us to choose from is you tend to have ones that have strong backbone, right? The oak flavor, the uh, the the character, the, the sort of the pop of the alcohol sits with you, you get a long finish and then you get the ones that where the more delicate things shine through the vanilla the the grain character with the cereal notes and so we always wanted to try to get a little bit of both right because we want to sell this 
in a dram and we want to sell it in a cocktail mm -hmm. and in a dram you want those minor notes in the cocktail you want the backbone right and so that's something that we do and and that they let us we find we try to find one one of those barrels that has the the muscle and the other one that has the delicate notes you know and so that's kind of our philosophy is when we go down there and blend well, this, I, I'm tasting it, and I, I tell you, I'm really impressed. I, I've tasted a lot of whiskey, and I think, um, I'll be honest, my, my slant on whiskey was that everyone's just putting more and more oak on it, and it, wasn't it was becoming really a tannin bomb with just too much mm -hmm. oak. But this is very, this has a lot of depth of flavor, but it's not overly powering. Um, it's not so tannic, because you get tannin from, from oak notes, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is really lithe. It's, it's got some balance, and it's, it's actually... It's sweet, but it's not uh, it's not woody sweet. It's just got that perfect mix of vanilla and toffee versus just uh, uh, like a lot of coconut or something you get on it. Because I know they're using American oak, yep. and that's one of the things. How many barrels or how many barrels did you choose to blend this particular uh, expression? So they start the process is they start us with six barrels, and we taste all of those cast strength out of the barrel. I mean, there's still charcoal floating around in it. It's, <laughs> it's just fresh from the barrel, and it's it's hot, but really gives you a chance to, to to find out what's at the core of those whiskeys. So out of those six, we take two and eliminate them, and those go back to Woodford. They put in the next batch of the Woodford you'll get at the store. And then of the other four, they're going to make combinations of two, of all any conceivable combination of two. So you have one and two, one and three, one and four, two and three, two and four, et cetera. And then they put some water in, get it to bottle strength, and then you taste all of those and then determine which one you want. So Interesting. And the water is significant. Obviously, we're talking about Kentucky, so this is kind of a limestone-based water, I believe. At Woodford Reserve, they have a, a spring, a limestone spring, right there on the property. Yeah, they, it's uh, that's huge. I mean, water and whiskey and, and in wine probably is, is one of the huge things. that. Yes. Well, you know, the the vine actually just takes all that crap out oh, yeah, of okay. <laughs> the minerality of it, even though we talk about minerality. Um, delicious. What does a dram run up there for the Snoqualmie uh, oh, private it's, reserve? it's pretty affordable. Under 10 bucks. Oh, wow. That's and, uh, a deal. Manhattan, we do a nice stiff, you know, good two and a half <laughs> ounce Manhattan, and those go about 12 $13. Now we're talking. That's what I like. Um, and you're going to make a cocktail for us because you are the beverage manager. And mm -hmm. how many cocktails do you think you serve during a week at Snoqualmie Casino? I mean, we have a yeah, big casino, a lot of bars. Um, I would say th in the thousands. In the thousands for a yeah. week. Wow. Yeah. A lot of them are seven and sevens, so, you know. Yeah. But, but we do. We try to do some nice cocktails. That's some, a good standby. Some Sometimes ones. a seven and seven really does it. It's like, damn, that's uh, that's kind of where I'm going with this one, actually. Okay, so a, what's the name of this cocktail you're going to produce? I'm I'm making a uh, Japanese uh, highball. Okay. And so you were talking about how whiskey, you know, especially bourbon gets kind of over oaked uh -huh. and you'll lose a lot of those delicate flavors and that's uh so i, I brought a japanese whiskey from suntory which is a suntory you know, it's a three uh malt blend from um yamazaki being one of the malts that they put in this um and it's just gone over really well with our guests uh because of its delicate flavors a lot of light notes and uh the highball is a really a great cocktail for this to shine in mm -hmm. and I mean traditionally I would just hit it with sparkling water and I'd hand it to you and it'd be perfect but you know <laughs> in, in the food <laughs> and beverage we got it we got to get right. we got to overthink it bit, some really. flash. and and also people like to read off a menu they want something they maybe couldn't make at home right so so you know I, I wanted to kind of highlight some of the the notes in the in the whiskey itself without overpowering it with sugar 
Um, so I got this great uh, ginger liqueur from a New Deal Distillery out of Portland. Oh. Um, and we'll add a little bit of that in there to kind of highlight. And also just to uh, to use ginger because it's the mule craze right now. Sure. People love that flavor, the spice, and it does and, and it does bring out some of the notes in the- Moscow mule, right? In the toki. That's it. Awesome. And then a little bit of orange bitters just to- Make a little more fruit forward. Yeah. And uh, club soda. All right. Uh, Yusef, when it comes to wine, um, obviously you like this pedestal, but is, is there a white wine that you, you like to recommend and you find people are really enjoying? Um, actually, mostly uh, I like really Riesling and, uh, you uh. know, how Riesling uh, can come in so many different uh, bodies and styles. and Sure. Um, Riesling seeing, being the most popular uh, selling by the glass right now, uh, and uh, also uh, Chablis will be my second. Uh, paired very well with, uh, you know, with a couple of our um, seafood dishes, uh, and uh, I would say the third is uh, Champagne. Uh, you know, pairs very well with uh, our lobster tail and and so on and the scallops. All right, um, I love it because uh, Riesling really. Riesling is one of the most food flexible wines there is. It's got great acidity, um, and the sweetness. It's not about how much sugar's in there; it's about how much acidity's in there, right? Because definitely, I could it put balances a, with the sauce, and uh, it, you know, doesn't overpower the dish. It brings up all the ingredients and the flavors and the and the. You know, on the seafood yeah. particularly. And people, we like sweet. I mean, we do. It's uh, the, My first wine was a blush. It was sweet and sour. That's kind of how, it, you know, I followed that path. Um, all right. So this is called this, uh, Josh, you just made me the Suntory Highball. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this is a blend of your sun. What's the whiskey called? It's called Toki. And it's, uh, it's you know, it comes from Suntory. They have multiple distilleries in Japan. Um, they're using Hakushu uh, whiskey, Yamazaki, which is their most famous. And then um, a third distillery that I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, wow. Um, lovely. And so, you know, we, we want just a little of that ginger in there and a little bit of, uh, um, but the whiskey, is a, it's a delicate blended whiskey, you know, so you can't overpower it. With, nice. With too much. And you made this. How long did it take you to figure this one out? I played, the ginger was the tough one. Yeah. I played, I really wanted, to, I really, really wanted to use this uh, Tiposh liqueur that I love. It's a, it's, it's a kind of a spiced pineapple liqueur that Bitterman's makes. Interesting. And I wanted it to work so bad, but it didn't. And so I abandoned that, and I tried, you know, some herbaceous bitters. I tried Campari and Aperol, sure. and that was all just taken away Too from much. the whiskey. So, yeah. so I, I settled on the ginger, and I think it works well, just number one, because people love ginger right now. It's And we have a, a great uh, Asian-inspired restaurant, 12 Moons. It has a really nice little bar program. So I'm, I'm looking at this one as possibly a, a fit for... For that restaurant. So, as beverage so. manager, you're actually um, uh, developing menus, specific cocktail menus, and you're you're selecting which products you purvey as far as whiskey bottles and, and vodkas and things like that. Yeah, and we have, I mean, different place uh, like Vista, for example. The, you know, they have this great cordial cart. We we want to put some high end cognacs and ports out there to bring out to the guests. So we we have a menu for that. Um, at the casino bar, it's a little bit more of a um, younger crowd or a faster moving crowd. We have. You know, tall drinks that are easily made, quickly fireball. made, and Coors Light and Fireball. <laughs> yeah, okay. and then you know, in Lit, we we do a lot more classic cocktails. We're making what's Lit? Lit is our cigar lounge. Oh, okay. And uh, we, we're making those old timey drinks, the old fashions, the Sazeracs, etc. Uh-huh. 
and you know we can take a little more time in there and make make drinks slowly and carefully. So fun, uh, Yusuf. Um, sorry, Adi. Um, you have a cordial cart. Correct. What you, you mentioned Fonseca one twenty seven, but what's what are some of your favorite cognacs that you like to? Uh, actually, I have uh, Louis the uh, Thirteenth. Uh, you know, um, uh, XO Hennessy. Uh, you know, we have uh, TLR Flat Gates ten, twenty, thirty, and forty year old. Twenty ports, yeah. Uh, we also have uh, you know a uh, Sautern, uh, mm. uh, a little uh, upgrade uh, Scotch, a uh, couple of. Uh, uh, really nice, uh, uh, you know, bourbons, and uh, we're uh, we're also adding an ice wine uh, to our uh, something from know, Washington cart. or something from uh, Victoria or uh, uh, Ontario. No, this one uh, particularly from uh, Victoria. Okay, very yeah. good. Hey, folks, uh, I'm chatting with uh, two nice guys. Uh, Josh Weltmer is the beverage manager at uh, Snoqualmie Casino, and Adi Youssef is the sommelier and service captain for. Vista Restaurant, open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, they always have a table, but always uh, recommend some reservations. You can give them a little note saying how, how special that evening will be. And speaking of special, we got another final special segment coming up right after this break, right here on Happy Hour Radio. Big names, big news. Sean Hannity, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570, KVI. It's KVI Want to Know Weekends, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio. Now back to Seattle, Somalia, Christopher Chan. All right, back to the Commodore of Cocktails right here in Happy Hour Radio. Hey, folks, if you... Uh if you like cocktails, you got to head up to Snoqualmie Casino and meet uh, Josh Weltner. He's got a whole bunch of cool bottles available, um, cognacs and everything brown, lots of clear. But um, if you're in the wine biz, if you'd like to, to try a great bottle of wine, obviously, Adi Youssef, the sommelier over at Vista Restaurant in Snoqualmie Casino, will hook you up. But if you're listening to this right now, tomorrow is your final day to visit Taste Washington. It's down at CenturyLink Field. You've got uh, from noon to 5 p.m. There's 300 wineries, 70 restaurants, and tickets are about 100 bucks. But really, uh, you could you could go hard for two hours, take an hour nap, <laughs> and party again. Uh, it's Taste Washington, the 20th anniversary, and so happy birthday, Taste Washington. Uh, Adi, you've got, you brought a Washington wine. This pedestal of 2012 is absolutely delicious. Thank you for that. Thank you. And uh, Josh, you were telling me about some cool, crazy Cinco de Mayo event you have coming up. What's this yeah, about? Yeah, so Cinco de Mayo, this will be the third time we've done this, and it's, uh, it's called Macho Libre. We do uh, Lucha Libre wrestling with cigars and tequila, and we have Modelo um, Cerveza involved this time. And so really cool, cool event, very different, nothing like you've ever experienced before. And we, you know, we have the wrestling, the cocktails. It's real campy, but great time for Cinco de Mayo. You're going to be the, if you go to this event, you're going to be the one at the office the next day that had the best time, that has the best stories. <laughs> I like it. So you've got the grand ballroom. Is this where the wrestling takes place? In the yeah. Gra- all right. And you've got it set up just like the old uh, wrestling. You've got the chairs all around it. And is there a bar in there? Do you we got have the bars. pretty girls and all that? We're doing, we actually have a VIP uh, ev- tickets available where we're going to open the doors early. We're gonna do a Herradura tequila tasting pre-show, mm-hmm. and then those are the ringside seats, the VIP seats. Oh. It includes a box of cigars. It's a really nice deal. 
uh, for the VIP. But and then we have taco bar, uh, so you can be able to just eat as many tacos as you can. Handle. All in the same room. All in the same room. Wow, cigars and tacos, tequila and wrestling. Now, is it just all male wrestlers, or do you have some? Chicas, do we some? have some ring girls? I don't think we have any female uh, wrestlers this year, but the promoter puts the card together, so uh-huh. there's there could be a surprise. Yeah, Those. and it's called what? Macho Libre. Macho Libre, and it yeah. takes place on Cinco de Mayo. On Cinco de Mayo, which is a Friday this year. Yeah. Friday, the fifth of May, mm-hmm. and it starts at what time? Uh, the wrestling starts at seven. The VIP early admission is at six, and we're going to do a tequila tasting guided from the the guys at Heredura. Cool. How long does the event last? Till ten? Yeah, two three hours at the most. Awesome. And so you could actually does each chair have its own uh, ashtray, so you can have a cigar in that room? Yeah, or? we make sure that uh, we have to basically like we're sitting right here. You'll have a little table in front of you before the next chair begins, so ah. you can set your drink down and your taco down and have a good time. And it's a build your own taco buffet. Yeah. Oh, cool. And so you're talking, I mean, I love tacos, so it's uh, carnitas. We usually and... do uh, the uh, chicken tacos and <laughs> the uh, ground beef, the traditional uh, Taco Bell taco. <laughs> but I haven't I haven't worked with the chefs yet. Yeah, the maybe they have they something want. up their sleeve. Uh-huh. All right. Well, some veggie tacos, right? You get somebody vegetarian. We'll have all the sides. Uh, yeah. All right. Very good. Uh, Yusef, are you going to be there? I'm sorry. I keep calling Yusef. I oh, just want to call you Yusef. Right. Like his PE coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I'm going to be busy doing some table side in the restaurant. So, you know, we have quite a few table side items we'll make. So, so you, you, like do, you do what? Table side Caesar salad? We make table side Caesar uh, from scratch. Uh, we also make a uh, scampi. Uh, uh, we do the two desserts, table side, the bananas foster, cherry jubilee, and mm. we'll f- always uh, finish with the coffee Diablo. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you have a couple Gyrdons always stocked and ready to go, right? Yeah, we have uh, three Gyrdons and a couple of Caesar cards. We just roll them to your table and uh, we start the show and we'll make it uh, any dish we make custom made. You know, to the guests and what their preference is. That's awesome. And as far as gaming goes, I mean, I love gaming. I've I've been to Vegas many years, and uh, um, so you've got craps, you've got poker, you've got roulette, you've got blackjack, all of them. Pygao, slots. slots, baccarat is really baccarat. popular. Um, yeah, and it's just you know, it's a, it's a kind of your traditional Vegas casino experience. And it's know. the closest one to Seattle. We're uh, exit twenty seven off I ninety. So you know, before you know it, you're in Esquire, and then you're there. Yeah, I love it. Um, hey guys, thanks so much for for joining me and sharing uh, some fantastic a fantastic cocktail, the uh, Suntory Highball, the Woodford Reserve Snoqualmie, what's it? Snoqualmie Reserve sixteen, Snoqualmie yeah. Reserve sixteen, and of course the twenty twelve pedestal. Adi Youssef, the Somalian service captain, and Josh Weltmer, uh, the beverage manager of Snoqualmie Casino. Thanks so much for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. Thanks, Chris. Mm, thank you for inviting us. Yeah, that's snowcasino.com. S nocasino.com Hey, I was up there and uh, it's really fun and it is really, really close. Um, you guys are getting a hotel though, right? Sometime? We're holding our breath. Alright. Hold your breath too long. <laughs> uh, get you, you can take a trailer car up there and just cr- crash in your car. <laughs> anyway, folks, I hope to see you at Taste Washington tomorrow. It's the final day. I'll be out there pouring coral wines. It's uh, rosé season. Our pink coral rosé is fantastically delicious along with the white coral and red coral. And uh, as always, when you're out at these events, it's always important to be safe. And remember, when you're out and about, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers!